You're welcome to our podcast with reviews of old who. They'll tell a joke or two, some old, some new. For entertainment, especially just for you. It's the Staggering Stories podcast crew. Yes, it's your last chance to turn off and save your sanity. Your last chance to turn off before your brain goes to mush. (laughs) (laughs) Less Less Never do that again Never It's sorry, a touch screen. Sorry. It's a touch I can you press a button on the touch screen. button and big the red threatening happened. button. Okay. How did that happen? A little thing again. popped up saying, please do not press this I'll button. Stop <laughs> pressing the screen. Picture of Blue Gillen again, isn't it? <laughs> oh yes. Gillen Blue, it's a naughty book. It's just a type of cheese. <laughs> oh, what sort of cheese? <laughs> Shall we tell them where we are? You're listening. Welcome, 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 one and all, to Staggering Stories Podcast 181. Huzzah! Yes. In the absence of Crumbly, I'm Jean. I'm Adam. I'm Fake Keith. I'm Asda Man. And I... Pubic hair on the toilet bowl of life. I love you, I just I want you, you to I love you too, you're my fluffy squeeze. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'm real Keith. Your hat stand's gone. That's what's missing. <laughs> yeah, it broke. Ah, it, it's in the kitchen in two pieces. Yeah, oh. you need to fix it or replace it or something. Yeah. No wonder we couldn't put the hat anywhere and it's on yeah. Yeah. the head. Of, on I'm the looking head. over there thinking, you know, the ashes of Gillen have usually got something between them and the bookcase. There's more Gillen on display today, isn't there? There is. Yeah. There is. <laughs> yes. I think he's been having a Gillen moment. I think he climbed up on the... Pardon? On the... <laughs> <laughs> I think he climbed up on the coat stand to get a better sort of, you know... <laughs> Angle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which one is why am I this sofa? Shall we move on <laughs> rapidly with the news? How rapidly would you like to? Very rapidly. <laughs> Star Wars news. Oh. Time frame non-shock. J.J. <gasps> Abrams' Star Wars Episode 7 is lined up for shooting in May 2014 at Britain's very own Pinewood Studios, oh. most well known for its long association with the James Bond franchise. Mm. The original trilogy was also filmed in the UK, but those were instead made at Elstree Studios. Mm. Which I don't think is this anymore, yeah. does it? No, they do. Oh. Yeah, big soundstage oh. dedicated to George Lucas. Oh. No great kill. surprises. <laughs> Must be a huge one. Dudes! Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> No great surprises so far, and here's another temporal foregone conclusion confirmation. Pardon? This new film will be set about 30 years after the original trilogy. Wow. It is being made 31 years after Return <laughs> of the Jedi. Yeah, I pull it off a year. No. That's not, <laughs> not all. Get confused. Oh, more. There's more? According to the official StarWars.com website, mm. we've 
got no crumbly to do amusing yet satirical <laughs> voices. Well, oh, put one no, on. Right. Put one on. Okay. Go on. It will star a trio of new young leads <laughs> among the some very oh, familiar faces. Funny voice. That wow, is. it's almost cruelier. The only real question left now... Do you want to try that again? (laughs) Not really, no. If you don't listen to it the first time, you don't hear it at all. The only real question left now is, will Leia go back to her famous episode four cinnamon bun hairstyle? Mm, No. Cinnamon bun. (laughs) (laughs) We've got a cinnamon bagel, would that do? (gasps) Well, yeah, because then she could sort of put the hair through it. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, you have to go to the next convention as Princess Leia with cinnamon bagels on your head. As long as it's not slave Leia. I want to see you in that sexy outfit. It's all about a Strategically shaved and tucked. It would have to be. That outfit got many young men from puberty. Tucked, folded and creased. We'd have to get this big piece of industrial strength sticky tape and just sort of straddle you with it. If Alan can do it. If who can do it? Donna's other half. Alan. Oh, sorry, I think Alan? you said Adam. That's Adam. <laughs> yeah, well, strapping your knob up, have you, Purcell? Amelia, when he went, it's Amelia. Yeah, back in the days of Leisure Hive and... Uh... Tucked it round the back, didn't he? Yeah. Wrapped it round a couple oh, of times. Yeah. Tied a knot in it, just yeah. in case. It'd be a problem if he actually encountered Gillen. <laughs> <laughs> Knock her out. <laughs> explode. Oh, that's what you meant by I've touched her. Right. <laughs> oh, dear. She was walking round a corner, he was hiding three rooms back and he still managed it. <laughs> Moving rapidly on. <laughs> Not rapidly again. Yes. Oh. oh dear. Ghostbusters Return of the Threequel? <gasps> With co-star and co-writer Han- Harold Ramis having dropped dead. Dead! <laughs> the recent news that the director Irvin Reitman Ivan Reitman Yep. Well done. Ivan Reitman has pulled out constant Conk. in-out action of Bill Murray Sorry. <laughs> snicker. Snicker. <laughs> <laughs> the recent news that director Ivan Richman had pulled out and the constant interaction of Bill Murray, one might have assumed that Ghostbusters 3 is not only dead, but also well and truly captured in potentially explosive containment system. Yeah. yeah. To turn the power off, yeah. Nonetheless, apparently, there may yet be a movement by the glutor- what? Gluttonous. gluttonous, ugly little spud that is glo- Ghostbusters 3. So you've got too many big words. <laughs> I know. Only a yeah. yeah. I can't fit them all in. <laughs> R- Rumours abound that dynamic director duo of Phil Lord and Chris Miller may be picking up the reins from Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2 director Ivan Reitman yeah (laughs) you may not know Lord and Miller you may know (laughs) oh okay you may know Lord and Miller it's this small text yeah I need it to rotate a bit the wheels (laughs) leave me hanging with silence (laughs) you may know Lord and Miller from their directorial work on such films as the Lego movie everything is awesome (laughs) everything is fun when you're part of a team (laughs) sorry sorry with a chance of meatballs and 21 Jump Street. Mm. I'm disappointed. Oh. Why? With Cloudy and Jump No, you left out a Twinkie. You could have worked in a Twinkie I there, I'm worked. sure. You... Always work in a Twinkie. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be one of those podcasts, isn't it? <laughs> Doctor Who News! Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. And now I'm doing another one. Oh, Miss Let's Do the Intro and the Lead-In. <laughs> Adam, you can do this one. I only did the Lead-In because it all went quiet and no one else wanted to do she, the Lead-In. She's staring at you over the top of her glasses. from your singing. She's staring at you over the top of her glasses. I can't see what she's doing, <laughs> so I'm fine. I'm I can sorry. carry on I'm saying sorry. stuff. But, but thank 
thank you so much for complimenting me on actually I did, saying I that think... that was singing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, I'll start that again. Everyone was deaf from your caterwauling. <laughs> thank you. Is that better? <laughs> better. Okay. Because there's no way that was singing. <laughs> yes, it was. It was very good. Oh, God, why did I say that? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Who are you and where is my wife? Yes, remember, we've got to do Invasion of the Body Snatchers at some yeah, point. Yeah, we must. It's on the list. Football news. Uh, Football news. Uh, Matt Smith dribbles for charity. Oh, not just for Mm -hmm. fun, then. Well, he can't help (laughs) it. Former (laughs) Doctor Who star, therefore now dead to us. (laughs) Matt Smith has agreed to relive his youth and have a good ball kicking. (laughs) For charity. Sorry, how old is he? To me, live his <laughs> oh, Come on, he's at least 28. <laughs> 30, isn't he now? Didn't he just turn no, 30? he's past it. Yeah. The UNICEF AD Association football match will see numerous celebrities gather for this year's soccer aid on Sunday, the 8th of June 2014, at the Old Trafford Football Stadium. That's stadium? Yeah. Grounds, I think they call them. Oh, okay. Clearly, New Trafford was too good for them. <laughs> Smith is set to play for Robbie Williams' England team. Woohoo! Dastardly House, a.k.a. Michael Sheen, not you, ah. Laurie, <laughs> captaining the opposition team for the rest of the world. This is a bit Ooh. one-sided, isn't it? England versus the rest of the world. Well, yeah. Yes, but damn it, we invented the game, so we shall vanquish <laughs> them. <laughs> Tickets for the match, should any remain, cost from £20 for adults and from £5 for under-16s and over-65s, with premium seats at £40 plus booking fees. And can be bought from the Soccer Aid page on the Manchester United website. Uh, Huzzah! See, that would involve me going to the Manchester United website, and that's not something I'm ever, ever prepared to do. Uh. <laughs> Tell them to put it on the Liverpool website, <laughs> then I'll go. Isn't Old Trafford their football ground? Old Trafford is Man United's football ground, yeah. yes. Oh, and there is no right. new Trafford! <laughs> <laughs> I have an addendum. Oh, no. uh, what is then? your addendum? Are you going to sing it? No, I'm not. <laughs> are we going to sing? Oh, yes, yes are we? Are. Oh, okay. oh, God. Oh, one, two, oh, one, two three, four. Jean's got an addendum. Jean's got an addendum. Vegan pendulous. It's a little bendy, but Jean's got an addendum. My addendum is apparently there's a Facebook page trying to get the 3rd of April as Bow Tie Day. Why not the 7th oh, of okay. April? Because the 3rd of April was the day that 11th hour was apparently aired. I don't oh. know. I think yeah. it was. Um, Could be right. But yeah. So they're trying to get it as wear a bow tie day. We so can do that. Wear your bow ties yep, on not? the 3rd of April. Can so I just point out Thursday, that you Friday? said... 30. Yeah, I'll be no, Thursday, th- Friday. Yeah. Uh, it's Thursday the 3rd, yeah. Thursday. Can I just point something out? You having spoken. It's just something he said that I've only just... It's only just clicked. What? what? Former Doctor Who star, bracket, and, and therefore no, dead to us. Yeah. So does this mean we can stop with all the Gillen nonsense? <laughs> She's never dead. <laughs> <laughs> but she is in so many... I saw um, Not Another Happy Ending. It's oh. quite good. It is good, now. Yeah. yeah, in a crap kind of way. <laughs> was she the best thing in it? No, I, well, yeah. She was actually, the most the naked who, thing in she it. Was she was, she was, was at yeah. one point. Yeah. She's got no tits. The guy who she played had. her love interest was awful. The oh. French was, guy? Yeah, wasn't he awful? <laughs> the French guy. Well, he's French. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, fair yeah. <laughs> I have an addendum. Oh, no. It's got I, do, I do have an addendum. Big addendum. Yeah, flobbing. That was unnecessary. Flobbing addendum. There could be children. Will could be listening to this. The last... Aren't they already? <laughs> not, not the, the weekend gone, but the weekend before that. Not the weekend gone, but yeah. the weekend before Back in time. Yeah, yeah. It was. What? 
Talk Like Shatner Day. Oh, really? It yes. Was. Yes, that's, that's the, the second national inter, international Talk Like Shatner Day. And we, we missed it, it again. Birthday or something? I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, just don't know the, I just suddenly remembered it. Well, really. they've decided Ping. to make that day the day he dies, and they're just celebrating it in advance. We'll <laughs> <laughs> have to arrange that next him. year, then. <laughs> so each, each day you have to speak in a specific type of way to emphasise quite a few words... And mangle others. <laughs> okay. Please, please let it let it never ever fall on a day we're recording a podcast. Yeah. Oh yeah, Jeez. It seven around. hours yeah. long. Yeah. If we could choose talk like a whatever day, any kind, any talk like a whoever, not Gillen. Who yeah. would you um? Who do you think Dalek? We talk talk like a Dalek day. Ooh, mm. that could be sort of sore on the throat though. Yeah, yeah. talk about talk like Tom Baker. Yeah. <laughs> that's just creepy. Oh, that's, that's, <laughs> that would be a glorious that was, day. That was creepy oh. eyes. Orbs. 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 Stephen Hawking. Let's <laughs> talk like a Dalek. No, it's the yeah. same thing, just with a slightly different inflection. <laughs> if you have any suggestions on how you would like to talk, Joe Pasquale Day. Oh, he talks like that, doesn't he? he does. No, that's Orville. That's <laughs> <laughs> Orville the Duck. That, that's talk one like of the same, surely. Clanger. <laughs> <laughs> We should do the rest of the podcast like that. Yeah, let's do the rest of the podcast oh, talking no. like clangers. <laughs> Did, were you just about to start a chorus of YMCA? <laughs> Sorry. Whiffy on the It stains. Is that the end of the news then? I think that's just no, okay. about done. Yes. I'm sure there was something else. It will come to you. It will. Like like my Lego thing last time. Oh, yeah. Did that come to me? Boom! <laughs> do, do you want to mention the Darvel thing? Arthur Darvel's very sexy and he can play a guitar. <laughs> <laughs> and sing. And sing. And he's in theatre in the West End playing his guitar, singing and looking sexy all at the same time. We, Me and Scott, we worked out that he's doing six things all at the same time. Six. Yep. What was it? It was standing, standing, playing. breathing, playing, strumming with one hand. Yep, taking doing a step f- forward, fingering with the other. <laughs> no, he wasn't. He wasn't fingering at all with the other. He's singing, cool looking fabulous, there. and looking fabulous. That's six things. I'm sure, he let off a fart or two there too. <laughs> Seven. Seven. He's multi-talented. And so he's on stage somewhere in London. If you just fo- follow musical. the aura of sexiness, I'm sure you'll find him. No, we've got we've got the details. Us here. It's called Once the Musical. It's a bit of a silly name. Has it been in it, for a film? But I, yeah, just follow the aura of sexiness. You'll find them. Yeah, homing on it. Yeah. <laughs> and unlike certain other people, all his hair is his own. <laughs> he hasn't felt the need to go, oh, look at me, look at me. I'm bald as they come. Not even for charity. <laughs> no. She is wearing a wig again, by the looks of it. I saw pictures of Gillen. I was and talking it. about Matt Smith. Oh, just there you go. <laughs> Obsession there. <laughs> Let's talk about the weather. Oh, Gillen likes the weather. Uh, yeah, she does. What did you have for your tea? Well, I didn't have Gillen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So Gillen's wearing Matt Smith's wig, is that? Yeah. Yes. Right. Okay. No, no, she's not a ginger wig for this pilot. She's doing this comedy. Ah, her oh, Chris okay. Evans wig. <laughs> That's pretty pipey thinking. Yeah, I wonder if when they were filming, did they try each other's wigs on? Yes, they've got to have done. I would. There should be a photo there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, 
away. Yes. What are we doing then? Doctor, gunfighters. 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 Gunfighters of the future. Now, you see, I think I may have made a mistake. Why? How? Because in my head, Uh I knew it was sci-fi and I knew it was Wild West and I just couldn't remember what you said to watch, so I've watched that episode of Star Trek where they're in the Old West and Chekhov. That's get, not the one. That's the one that without one William Hartnell, Hartnell, isn't that, it? That, that, that was yeah, Spectrum William of Hartnell the Gun. William definitely wasn't in it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> the, one, the one we were watching is in black and white. And no, this was definitely in colour and it had the Enterprise in it. That should have been a clue. I yeah. think that would have been a giveaway, yes. A few more authentic accents, probably. Yeah, one or two. Did it have I mean, Star Trek special rock in it? It did. Yes. Damn. Or Susan, as we call it. That's See, this is where I got confused. Susan, <laughs> therefore it must be Doctor Who. Yeah. Right. Sorry, guys. Dodo. <laughs> Excuse well, me, are you calling my wife a dodo? <laughs> Tell you what, you talk about the gunfighters, I'll look for sex pictures of Arthur Darville on the internet. Okay. Well, they've got guns. <laughs> are they cocked? Indeed. <laughs> With the tongue out, Karen. Sorry? <laughs> Are they cocked? No. <laughs> oh, saw Oh, right, okay. You pervert. Have you been kissing Arthur Darvel? Oh, look, there he is again, look. Yeah, it's the beard, you see. Yeah. Oh, how sexy is that? Even paused, he just oozes sexy. He does. He does. <laughs> oh, and there's something sitting at the piano. But... <laughs> <laughs> Shall we review this, then? He's sort of sexy in a blurry kind of way. Right? <laughs> <laughs> blurry kind of way. A sexy blurriness yeah. about him. <laughs> Right, so the gunfighters. Yes. William Hartnell, yes. near the end of his life. Yes. <laughs> Almost yeah. literally. Uh, <laughs> at the, but the moment tenure. was prepared for. Yes. <laughs> it's surprising how, how good he is in the gunfighters when you think he was sort of wearing down, beginning to lose his lines, needing holidays here and there. Holiday for the doctor. Yes. <laughs> but he was really, really strong in gunfighters and he was really enjoying himself. Well, as well. then he had had about five or six weeks off. Yeah. What was the previous story? This? Was it Special Special Twin, Twin, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, so he's all refreshed. Yes. He was nothing but a disembodied hand. It probably wasn't even his own. That's he's been, right. He's been on a holiday. <laughs> he for he X was just a weeks. vinyl recording for yeah. three or four episodes, yeah. wasn't he? <laughs> I think also it's the first time we actually see the doctor suffer from a human ailment. Yeah. The toothache. Toothache, toothache. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And of course, when we get the close up of him having his tooth out, there's no teeth in there. <laughs> yeah, wonderful. Yeah. Way he's going to just gummy, not show his teeth all similar to the uh the sensor clip in fury from the deep where the the actor's got bad teeth so he doesn't want to show them so you just see a lot of lip (laughs) (laughs) it is a really good one for Hartnell actually because it's a comedy yeah and he's got great comic timing and it's really good to see him really get into a role a lot of the time you're used to him with flapping his eyes just getting through as best he can he doesn't really seem to have the heart in it but here he does yeah i think that's what makes the gunfighters and the romans and the myth makers is that you can really tell he's enjoying himself and he's playing up the comedy yeah i don't know if uh peter purvis enjoyed the singing as much he hated it didn't <laughs> he yeah. Hated, yeah he hated this entire story he the did. making of this entire story yeah, yeah. I, I don't know jackie lane's opinion on it at all i haven't seen many interviews of her no she's not on the dvd at all is she i don't, I don't think she does anything does she except for the after party <laughs> well i gotta do that <laughs> nobody'd miss that yeah it's a spot on one of the things that struck me is Given it was all done in a studio, is how good it looked. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, a couple of studios. Some of it was in uh, but it's, Riverside. It's, it's, some it's none of it's outdoor work. They didn't actually center. go out and ride horses around yeah. outside. It's no. all, no, all studio-based. Mm-hmm. Um, but then westerns were also often like that they anyway. Were. So that, you've already used to that period. That period. But, yeah. So the the nearest thing we can I can equate it to at the moment, as in the westerns, was the Red Dwarf Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. Yeah. Which was outside, but it's very obviously in England in a damp field somewhere. <laughs> there was actually a western style uh, high street or main yeah, yeah, street yeah. It was re- somewhere in the UK. It was, yeah, it was recreated somewhere in the UK. It's somewhere where it, you yeah. could go and visit as a yeah. tourist, wasn't it? Yeah, but even so, you know. Yeah. It's got some really good actors in it as well. You've got Lawrence Payne, who would come back and play Dastari, the two doctors. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. he is Johnny Ringo. Oh, was he Johnny Ringo? Yeah. Oh, now you mention it, I can kind of see it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't put it two, think, two together, but yeah. I think it's his first role. And you've got Shane Rimmer, who was it? Scott Tracy yeah, from Thunderbird. This, this is this is yeah. what got me. It should the, half the cast should be used to doing American, American accents. Because yeah. half the cast is Thunderbirds. Exactly. Yeah, David Graham. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think only one and, of them. And the bar, the barman. Sorry, who plays Parker. David Graham. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. Is it really? Oh, I didn't even yeah. make that connection. Yeah. I think only one of them though was um, non-British. One of them was a Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was Shane Rimmer. Shane yeah. Rimmer. Yeah. yeah. And other than that, everyone else was British. You can sometimes tell, but it's not that bad. No. I heard a lot of people no. say that accents are really bad, but the, most the, of them aren't. There's one moment but where... But not to me, I'm sure to America, it's terrible. But <laughs> yeah, because yeah. Yeah, we wouldn't be able to tell as much if they no. were slipping into different dialects. But uh, there's one actor that does slip up on his lines, and then he can't recover with the accent, so he sort of falls in and out of it for that <laughs> yeah. scene. What's interesting, the, the companions, certainly Stephen, but even Dodo occasionally, tries to put on an American accent to, to fit in. Yeah. yeah. You wouldn't get that nowadays. No. no. Uh, well, they'd just be... Themselves. English, the doctor themselves. Doesn't, doesn't attempt yeah. to. That's because the TARDIS would be translating. The TARDIS well, people, translated people would back be then hearing as well. Exactly. Yeah. Translates the accent yeah. too. So yeah, why yeah. did they need to put on the accents? Yeah. Or the clothes, let's face it. That that was something that I noticed. (laughs) Stephen looks a lot like Marty McFly from Back to the Future 3. (laughs) It's the same same shirt. Same gag, but about 25 years earlier. I had no idea Doctor Who got there first. How authentic is the actual storyline to the OK Corral? No, no. I thought it was. No, a lot of the people in the gunfight weren't in the gunfight in real life. Yeah. Yeah. I love Doc Holliday in it, though. I think he was... The, the, he was the, really good. Yeah, he was really good. <laughs> and I like the fact they made him look a bit like the Doctor the yeah. way he dressed. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, the Doctor didn't have the tash, but he made some attempt. It's meant to be a mix-up between the t- both of them. Yeah. And the Doctor looks almost like he's from that era, too, yeah. in that costume. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he looks quite at home. I love that scene where he's sort of flinging the gum round his finger <laughs> in the bar and you can't quite do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's unusual for the Doctor to even Hold have a gun. Obviously, he doesn't want to use it. Yeah. It was sort of forced upon him, though, wasn't it? No, it was a form of a yeah. is it credential or protection or something yeah. from Doc Holliday. Well, so I, I suppose Matt Smith takes a gun, doesn't he? Yeah. 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 I mean, well, Tom what? Baker's fired a, a, an elephant gun in the sewers. <laughs> was, True. Was it, was it only Tennant that had a problem with guns? No. Because no, Eccleston sort of pointed the Dalek. They've all the had an aversion to guns, mm, except to, to, to a greater or lesser <laughs> degree. I mean, even Tennant, at the end of it, he ends up debating whether to shoot the Master or Vassalons. Yeah. <laughs> but he made 
made a big thing about it. Mm. Yeah. Matt Smith's doctor, he just has it there as a part of his persona. Yeah. So he's doing a Stephen Taylor. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's dressing trying to fit up. in. He, doesn't, he wouldn't dream of actually using it. Yeah. And it comes to the point where he can't, isn't it? One thing that struck me with Hartnell's doctor in this as well is that although he's the older in terms of the actors that played the character, the character itself is still quite naive. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. spot what's going on. You wouldn't, you wouldn't expect some of the more recent incarnations of the Doctor to actually fall yeah. in what's going on. No, not at all. So no. it's almost like he is that innocent abroad still, that mm. he, he hasn't learned to be wily and, you know, yeah. the well, rest he, of it. There's, there's still that he might be old, but he's actually quite still naive yeah. and young as a traveller. Yeah, and yet but right... He's also in pain, you know, mm. poor toothache, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But right at the beginning of the story, he's sort of uh, more experienced than uh, Dodo and uh, Steve and telling him to take the clothes, or put them back in the TARDIS, stop playing with guns. Mm. And then when he's on his own, he does seem really, really lost and inexperienced. Yeah. The fact he doesn't even recognise the gunfight at the OK Corral. Yeah. yeah. A modern doctor you would, yeah. Yeah. you would think oh he'd immediately know that it's he a, knows his history yeah, yeah. it's, a, it's a, a what is it nexus point in time it's, yeah. yeah and if he'd just accepted the alcohol from Doc Holliday before he'd had the Maybe extraction see, yeah, yeah you would have sort of understood that if he was yeah. just sozzled the whole story that'd be brilliant <laughs> a drunk cliffhanger just him collapsing <laughs> on the floor giggling <laughs> I think one of the problems they had with this, and I can understand why it's why Peter Purvis didn't like it very much. It's a very good bit of production, mm. and mm. it's you know whether it's accurate or not, it's a very good storyline. Yeah. What do you do with the Doctor Who people in it? Because they're not in it. The story doesn't need them. They're not no, the it's, focus it's, point. It's, it's going to happen. Whatever. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whereas now they would kind of be involved in it. So they had that problem. They had to. Yeah. The Doctor ends up in jail. They got get rid of Dodo. She gets killed. Peter Hervis is going to get strung up or Stephen's going to get strung up it it did feel a bit awkward at times in terms of the regular cast were almost in the way of the story sometimes the story had to try Mm. and find ways of getting rid of them or being involved and they weren't in the the big gunfight at the end at all no no, they just disappeared a few minutes there (laughs) where the guest stars are shooting each other it looked great particularly for the time yes it did it had nothing at all to do with our our heroes even though the Clantons went to the stormtrooper Imperial Stormtrooper school (laughs) (laughs) pistols are very hard to aim yeah but you would have thought they'd at least got the amount of shots they were getting off they should have it was amazing wasn't it the amount of misses but it's funny because although Peter Purvis didn't like it at the time and always had bad memory of it when you Mm. watch the DVD extras he's actually a bit better with it now he he appreciates it and it's not as bad as he remembered he's got the distance of time plus he's probably not seen it since it was broadcast or whatever that's it and and, I mean as for the singing it didn't have to be good the whole story was a a comedy anyway I think that was the whole thing about the singing he was really uncomfortable doing it and that sort of worked yeah he he should have embraced the fact it was meant to be a bit bad yeah I think he was a bit upset that it wasn't really his sort of tune not in his key or whatever yeah his his singing was better than Dodo's playing (laughs) oh yeah just just bomb 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 yeah and you can actually hear her going dom 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 on the wood rather than the keys the the actual just just, she's playing it just out of shot but there is some good Dodo moments as well there's that moment where uh, Dodo gets hold of the gun and starts threatening Doc Holland 
holiday. Oh, yes. And then once she gets what she wants, she sort of collapses into his arms and he just steals the gun from her. She goes, oh, thank God, I thought I was going to have to shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, there, are some, there are some nice comic parts yeah. in this. Mm. In some respects, although there's not a drop of blood scene anywhere, it's actually quite a violent story. It is. Well. A lot of people are killed. Rotten yeah. mm. dead left, right and centre. centre. I think that's the thing about this whole season, though, or series, you know, um, apart from Galaxy 4, it went sort of into Master Plan and Myth Makers. Myth Makers ending with a great big massacre. Then Dalek yeah. Master Plan was nothing but death. Then the, <laughs> then the massacre. Yeah. <laughs> which True. wasn't comedy at all. You know, they'd done three sort of uh, historicals in a row where they were mm. all comedies. Bit of light relief, but there wasn't anything like that. And then you end up with the gunfighters. Mm. I think it's the last time they do the comedy, really, isn't it? Apart from when they go into Pat Troughton with the Highlanders. Well, obviously, Pat Troughton always brings a bit of comedy yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah an out and out comedy like this. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so, so Pat Troughton, I don't want to say played for laughs, but yeah. it's played lighter. Well, I mean, yeah. particularly yeah. at the beginning, because he had a totally different way of playing the Doctor yeah. at the time, mm. didn't yeah. he? And mm. part of that was the comedic hobo getting that in there, and then they just sort of phased it out later on. I think if someone wants to watch one of the true historical episodes of Doctor Who, this isn't actually a bad one to watch yeah. because of the production values of it. Mm. Some some of the historical ones can, can be a bit be, longer and then yeah. not as well made. That's that's the few that actually still exist. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather watch one of the comedies than Reign of Terror. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's also, it's got quite a nice pace to it. Some of the old black and whites, especially when you yeah. watch them all in one go, they kind of feel like they lag. But this, this actually is, had quite a nice pace to it all the way through. This is my main problem with the older Who's, is the pace of television has changed so much. Mm. They were designed as 25 minute installments a week apart. Yeah. Yeah, we're not watching it right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so you're watching it in one lump sitting. It can be quite draining. Mm. Some of the older ones. I think with the gunfighters, I think the, the framing device, Linda Barron's singing, <laughs> is fine if yeah. it's sort of once an episode, maybe. If it had been the opener and mm. the uh, the closing of the episode. Because I know Cecil Toymaker had its own little music segment and yeah. a riddle at the end of it each episode so if it had just been a framing device at the beginning and the end of each episode rather than telling you exactly what you've just seen through every clip well, even occasionally what's you? before you see yeah <laughs> spoilers yeah. yeah but I didn't mind it too much it was the only incidental music there was yeah mm. so, but I liked the fact they changed the lyrics yeah to yes, reflect everything that's going yeah. on brave experiment I, I wouldn't want to do it again no but, uh, it's, it's, it's it. something that a lot of TV shows do these days isn't it they have their musical story they do. They that's true yeah. Doctor Who having its musical story before it became fashionable <laughs> well yeah Capaldi's doing well next season <laughs> 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 tap dancing episode yeah. <laughs> there are episode 4 this one is the lowest audience appreciation yeah, yeah. 30% e- I'm was not that sure ever? ever but certainly at that point it was. I think it was low. one of the lowest of heart, ever heart notes. Yeah. do we think that was Linda Barron's fault do you think people maybe had enough I think it's episode 4 I think would probably one of the stronger ones yeah. it's got the gunfight yeah. and everything and yeah it finishes exciting what I thought for people but well I think the problem is back then there were a lot of TV shows that were gunfighting TV shows there were yeah. westerns you know, there yeah. were a lot of westerns around you, Bonanza, Gun yeah. Smoke or whatever, Gun or the Black and White. Little House on the Prairie. Um, oh, God. Uh, put it a bit after this. Tonto <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. The Lone Ranger! Ranger. Um, and then there was an awful lot on 
the radio as well. Mm. So it wasn't anything outstanding or different. And also by this point, a lot of people have got used to there being the old BEMs, yeah. the bug-eyed monsters right, yeah. on Doctor Who and that kind of stuff. So yeah. maybe it didn't get accepted because it wasn't a Western like everyone else knew, but yeah. it wasn't a bug-eyed monster like they were expecting. Oh, God, I can't so believe... it doesn't kind of mm. fit in. I mean, for us looking back, you sit there thinking, oh, yes, this is this is primarily what yeah. it's set out to. But if you take it in contemporary with the other TV programmes at the time, it might just not have caught the imagination. And maybe, maybe. the children at the time didn't get all the comedy that was in the script mm. or the way it was being played. Maybe. yeah. But uh, what's really nice about the gunfighters is I had the, uh, the UK Gold copy for years and I didn't know there was a, a clip at the end of them all standing around the console, which was the beginning of The Savages. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I kind of get to see the first couple of seconds of The Savages, <laughs> which is completely yeah. wiped. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's true. I was quite pleased when I got the DVD, having that there. Mm. There we go. Nearly the death knell of the historicals, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. One more after this, I think, wasn't yeah, it? Was, yeah. yeah. Just uh, Smugglers and Highlanders. Wasn't uh, smugglers and Highlanders. Smugglers, was Highlander, and I don't know whether you encounter, bl- include Black Orchid. But. I suppose you do, but that's a different yeah. era completely. Yeah. 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 I mean, now they do historicals, but there's always either the Doctor or the assistants are actually involved in the events somehow. There's always an alien. Or there's an yes. alien control alien. behind yeah. it. It's usually now the pseudo holic Ah. Yeah. yeah, there was always an alien involved these days. Yeah, such so like, as the Matt Smith Western. Yeah, right. well, yes. such as the fires of Pompeii. It's a, it's a true yeah. thing, but the reason why yeah. the volcano goes up because <laughs> aliens. It's aliens. Oh. <laughs> but no, I mean, if anyone wants to delve back and watch an old black and white, yeah, they could do worse than this. this is one, it. You if know. you if you need cheering up, then the Gunfighters <laughs> is for you. If, if you need a really serious story to get your teeth into, maybe not, not. this one. <laughs> <laughs> Right, we have a game for you. Woo-hoo! A politically incorrect game. Yeah. Oh, so politically. <laughs> Don't blame us. We're, we're sorry, card, but not Cards Against much. Humanity, it's called. I can't believe it's an actual game that a company has published. <laughs> Kickstarted too. You can download it for free. Yep. If you want to print out the card itself, or you can buy it online. <laughs> right, and what we do is we each have a couple of cards which have a phrase on with a blank, and Ebios has to fill in that blank with the other cards. They have. Yes. So who wants to go first with a phrase? How do we figure out if someone's won or not the how funniest one depends how long we're laughing for the yeah. most inappropriate yeah okay what is Batman's guilty pleasure <gasps> Ooh, oh I know oh. it's one direction supple hairless bodies <laughs> <laughs> vikings vikings well you know that's <laughs> rubbing Boris Johnson's belly until he falls asleep <laughs> Harry Potter erotica. Oh, it could be. Could be. Oh, there, that's a toss up between <laughs> oh, Harry Potter <laughs> and <laughs> Boris Johnson. There's an image. <laughs> I think Harry Potter erotica there. Yes. You believe it. Right. What did I bring back from Amsterdam? <laughs> a cooler full of organs. Okay. <laughs> okay. A windmill full of corpses. Fair enough, yeah, that's, that's closer. The Black Death. That was it, yes. Yep. <laughs> Your weird brother. Yeah, someone had to go and get him. <clears throat> How am I maintaining my relationship status? An Oedipus complex. By giving birth to the Antichrist. <laughs> By holding down a child and farting all over him. <laughs> well, that's true. 
<laughs> By slapping a biscuit out of an orphan's mouth. <laughs> That's tempting. It's been a while since I've slapped a biscuit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I think I'm going to go for Karen's. Yeah, we know. <laughs> In her latest feature-length film, Tracy Beaker struggles with blank for the first time. Having anuses for eyes. <laughs> The entire cast of Downton Abbey. <laughs> wow. A saxophone solo. <laughs> Nazis! <laughs> wow, yeah. Okay. What was yours, Adam? Downton Abbey, the entire cast of the Downton in- Abbey. We'll go for that one, the entire <laughs> cast. Okay. Instead of coal, Father Christmas now gives the bad children... The Mining ra- accidents. <laughs> there you go, yeah. The wrath of Vladimir Putin. Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> Political. <laughs> it sounded better when I read it in my head. Opposable thumbs. <laughs> what? They've already got them. <laughs> Take <their> backsies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could believe that. that. You know, that's not another word for anal sex. No, it isn't. It's no. take the backsies. <laughs> A stray pube. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go for that one. I'm sure you've got plenty. <laughs> He's a dirty old man. <laughs> Airport security guidelines now prohibit what on airplanes? Sex with Patrick Stewart. Is that really one? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Hope. <laughs> Nicholas Cage. Oh, yes. Scousers. <laughs> Mohammed, praise be upon him. <laughs> oh, well, there's some truth to that. <laughs> Surprise sex. <laughs> You're only allowed one. You've only allowed one answer. Oh, I think the Pope. <laughs> oh, I hope. said hope. Hope, yeah. Hope. Yeah, yeah pope. I think hope. <laughs> the Pope, too. Yeah. Okay, I've got one here. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry, sir, but I couldn't complete my homework because of repression repression <laughs> yeah <laughs> i repressed my homework <laughs> yeah <laughs> stephen hawking's talking dirty <laughs> yeah i clicked on the wrong website <laughs> very slowly Bi- bioengineer assault turtles with acid breath <laughs> <laughs> you grenades you can bleep the first word of this out if you want. Nah. S***ing out a perfect Cumberland sausage. Benedict <laughs> 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 oh, who? Um, oh, crikey. Um, I'm going to go for the Stephen Hawking thing. <laughs> Talking dirty. Okay. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's... Pulling out. <laughs> dick fingers. What the hell are dick fingers? <laughs> well, maybe she was born with it. Wow. <laughs> Spaniards. <laughs> Anal beads. <laughs> Maybe it's horse meat. <laughs> Dead babies. Oh! <laughs> I'm running out of options. So you go for dead babies? What kind of sick git are you? You cuddled my grandson earlier with dead babies in your mind. Don't you give me those big innocent eyes. Jesus, first you sing at us and then you talk about dead babies. No, no. The cards do. The cards said it would happen. <laughs> to settle things, yep. I've bought one here that needs two responses. Okay. okay. So, when I was tripping on acid, mm-hmm. <laughs> blank turned into blank. <gasps> Stalin turned into a really cool hat. <laughs> Michael Jackson turned into Mecca Hitler. (laughs) (laughs) Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. turned into a a micro penis. (laughs) (laughs) Christopher Walken turned into a foreskin. (laughs) (laughs) 
Hey! You can see that. <laughs> Have I done one yet? I've done one. I don't know, I can smell something. But... That's your noise. Got... What's my secret power? Sniffing glue. <laughs> Not wearing trousers. <laughs> Firing a rifle into the air while balls deep in a squealing hog. <laughs> can we beat that? <laughs> can we beat that? Oh. Is there any point trying? Well, I don't think there's any point no, trying. I've I got don't think we that Gene gets that one. Yeah. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> That's brilliant. Oh, God. Oh. Well, on that bombshell, then. <laughs> yep. And now, the other day, we all gathered in a room and I watched. Did nor did I, actually. They all gathered in a room. It was a definite sausage fest. The men, and they all yes. helped Scott lose his virginity. Yay. <laughs> it was a loving moment. Basically, he'd never seen Back to the Future. Now he has. And I've so been slightly blinder. So, here's us talking about Back to the Future. Actually, you've now seen all three Back to the Future. Yes, I have indeed. I went straight home and watched the second one. (laughs) And then watched the third one. So, 2015. Yep. Next year. Back to the Future (laughs) 2. Next year, yeah. I want my shoes that automatically fit any foot. And hoverboards. Spielberg was saying in some of the documentaries they really expected with a few years of Back to the Future for people to start making shoes which automatically lace up. It just hasn't happened. No. No. It could be done. I think that's got Velcro. I think it was last year or the year before Nike did a prototype. But mm. They did sell ones which looked like you, but, didn't but they actually, didn't. Yeah, I don't think themselves. they actually did. So let's get this straight. In that 30 years, the world has invented angry birds and crazy frogs that <laughs> nobody thought to do self-lacing, self-lacing shoes. shoes. Yeah, sure. It's pathetic. Yeah, no hoverboards. Stuck with Velcro. Anyway, we're not talking about Back to the Future 2, we're talking no. about Back to the Future. Back in 1985, a year after Ghostbusters, as we did last time. Yes, indeed. It looks... looks quite a different film because there's, there's certainly no smoking on evidence no. as there was with Back lot to the dry Future. Ice. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of dry ice. A bit of use of dry ice yeah. and cold ice. Then and, yeah. Marty wasn't of smoking age. No, no but they went back to the 50s and everyone else was. This is yeah. very true. Mm-hmm. His mother did smoke and drank liquor. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what aged her. Yeah. And then unaged her. <laughs> yeah, it is why she was so uh, puffy, puffy wasn't it? Because she yeah. was meant to be alcoholic in the, uh, yes. Yes. 1985. Yes. So it opens in a similar way to the... Doctor Who, Paul McGann movie with lots of clocks and ticking, and Which goes back to the time machine, doesn't it? The, it uh, does indeed. Time he does, machine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dealing with time when uh, Doctor Who had been cancelled, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> We're then... reviewing Back to the Future, not the movie. <laughs> <laughs> then... Hiatus, design ages. Hiatus. But uh, cool stuff happens. There's a dog, a fancy car. Goes back to the future, comes back again. The end. <laughs> What is it though? Is it a science fiction a comedy? I think it's it's Both. a comedy. It's more of a comedy with, with I, sci-fi yeah. because it, it, it touches. Rom-com. It yeah. felt very sci com. It felt Sci-com. very <laughs> sorry. It felt very domestic. In oh the, yeah, the, yeah. So yeah. it was more like sort of I don't know Father's Day or something like that. But it was yeah, like it was an awful with, lot of the eighties films of yeah. the time, which were all very sort of cloying and twee, but with a funky ass car thrown in. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. <laughs> 
say it was too funky and twee because we have uh, Libyans and terrorism <laughs> to begin Minor with. Minor bones. Yeah. If you go nicking plutonium, you've made your own bed, quite frankly. Well, he didn't nick the plutonium. He just borrowed it from the Libyans and gave him a load of uh, washing machine parts. Pinball machine bits, I think, was it? Yeah, and pinball, that was it, pinball machine parts. So presumably he stopped a load of terrorism that was about to happen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. they were funny in their Winnebago. That was yeah, they, they were massive... Yeah. Um, Phallic BW <laughs> and guns yeah. that didn't work at yeah, convenient well. moments. Yeah, <laughs> Russian guns. See. Yeah. <laughs> the thing that really makes it work is uh, the two leads. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. They initially Fox and Christopher Lloyd. They initially Brilliant. did with with uh, Eric Stoltz, didn't they? They did. Yeah, yeah they yeah. got in the five Mart- weeks into filming in the Marty a long role. way into filming before they said this isn't working. Yeah, so I think uh, this is not getting the comedy that we're writing. Is he's not the right guy yeah. for it? He hasn't got the timing. Comedy yeah, timing I for it. think there was actually Eric Stoltz is in there because I think there was a couple of scenes they didn't refilm at long distance. Perhaps when he's driving the car, yeah, it would have to be quite long. Yeah, because yeah, he's quite a bit taller than Michael J. Yeah, Fox. yeah. So in the deleted scenes, do we get to see him playing it originally? There are a few bits of him doing it. Yeah. Okay. And what did you think if you'd seen it? That's, you're so used to Michael J. Fox. Yeah. yeah, that's it's it. You're, very hard to have any objectivity about it. It's, it's like going. Going back to, um, yes. as I said, with the hitchhikers, the film over the radio series, yeah, you're, you're so exactly. used to hearing the words said in a certain way, yeah. with a certain pattern. Any minute change, it jars. Yeah. But Michael J. Fox is brilliant in the role. And I've forgotten yeah. how good it... It's been about ten years since I've seen it. And I've forgotten just how good he was. Oh, yeah. So many great comic looks. Yeah. yeah. Falls. I, I love the way how he plays bewildered when he's got the video camera and he's just watching that first experiment with the dog in the car going yeah. forward in time. Creeping slowly sideways yeah. in the past <laughs> coming towards him. Like the best bit, um, his regarding his tom- comedy timing was when his mother was coming onto him in the car yeah. I thought it was perfectly played this <laughs> abject terror on his face yeah. yeah and the way he spat out that yeah. whatever that drink was the, the whiskey when she was lighting up but also I have to point out that Doc Brown yeah it's the archetypal uh, mad scientist. Yeah, oh, yeah. completely. I think he based him a bit on um, Einstein, yeah. the book of Einstein. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I he plays it differently in the two eras, too. Yeah, yeah. He's much calmer. He's got a like, deeper voice in 1985 compared to his 1955 yeah. version as well. Yeah. Very cleverly well, done. What, well, particularly what strikes in my mind is when he's practicing for the experiment so he rebuilt the model and the little toy car <laughs> yeah. and so yeah. please forgive the crudity of this it's all to scale and what gets me is, is when the car bursts into flames and travels across the floor and hits the, <laughs> the petrol fueled rags it's his scream I love the actor playing Marty's father as well oh yeah very yeah. Lover, yeah. struck me as very being Matt, Matt Smithian Smith. yeah, yeah. You know, also, it, the, yeah. the look of the actor, they, they they resemble each other. But it also, it, as you said, it's very arms, legs, and yeah. mannerism, and the faint, panic, bewildered look. Yeah, yeah. very expressive <laughs> in and the he was arms. A pervert. Yeah, yes, yes. Un- unlike Matt. Smith. <laughs> <laughs> you say that. <laughs> but the thing that gets me is. I saw it when it came out of the cinema. Yeah. Mm. And the 50, going back to 1955, it was like mm. another world. It was yeah. like nothing we'd seen before. Mm. If they made it now, it would be going back to 1985. Yeah. And, yeah. Real, and yeah. I just, it, I mean, perhaps it's because we lived through it. Exactly. But yeah. 
it yeah. just wouldn't have the same impact. Maybe not. It, it wouldn't f- look so different as it did to us. Yeah. Maybe not. I don't know. The filmmakers all said this reminds them of the era they grew up in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the square, that's, that's the town I grew up in. Yeah. Because yeah. they were 30, whatever, 35, yeah. 40. So if, to them, it must seem quite different to how it seemed to us when we were well, 10, kids, 15, yeah. 20, I mean, whatever old we were at the time. They, they have done that if you look at Life on Mars. Mm. Yeah. Making it look like the 70s. That goes yeah. back yeah. to that kind of 70s look. Again, that was yeah. their childhood. There was elements of that where I was sitting there going, oh, crikey, I remember this. Yeah, White snap. dog poo. White <laughs> dog yeah. poo. I think what sold the 50s to me was the Happy Days Diner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, oh. That's when I knew where I was. Yeah. <laughs> and so I said it's the comments and the dress and why are you wearing a life preserver? Yeah. yeah. What yeah. ship have you yeah. jumped from? It's also, I think it was one of the first films, although there have been time travel films, it's one of those first time travel films that deals with mucking about with things in the past affecting the present and mm. the the Blenovich limitation yeah, effect but even <laughs> grandfather paradox even though yeah. he actually got his mum and dad together etc yeah. etc he still did something because yeah. the future he came back to wasn't the same future as yeah. he left yeah. that, that, I've got to but you don't know what he did you well, he, don't know what happened he dealt happened. with Biff yeah, he made his father man up. Yeah. 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 That's what put his life back on track, or mm. changed his life anyway. But it does make me wonder, and I don't know what other people think about this, but the time travel theory in it doesn't stack up. <laughs> well, no. Not really, It's no. not the sort of film where you sort of sit with your quantum physics book and go, well, actually, no. It I'm is sorry, time travel is a bit of fun, isn't it, really? Yeah. yeah. No, it doesn't quite stack up. Because at the end, you see Marty... Watch himself jump into the DeLorean and go back in time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that Marty's looking at has grown up with successful parents. Yeah. Yeah. With a so he might have been mind. there. It, like, yeah. And it's yeah. not the same guy who went back that we saw at the beginning of the film, yeah. is it? Yeah. No, no. And also, it so it's almost like he's come back into an alternative. Yeah. He, yeah. He's, yeah. he's back but in an alternative timeline. Not, but that doesn't mean also, that him and the doc wouldn't still be friends. No. But then that the whole thing with the, the photograph and then the papers in the subsequent films. Yeah. Oh, Why yeah, do they would, change if you're well, actually the, changing timelines? Yeah. The second Marty was too. heading into a completely different film. Begs yeah, the what, question. What would he have changed, though, the other Marty? Because mm. he changed, changed it back. Changed it back the other way. Maybe. <laughs> it also yeah, begs the nice question watching. of the beginning of the films with uh, such a, a loser dad and an yeah. alcoholic mum. Yeah. How the hell did they manage to produce someone like Marty? Someone <laughs> decent. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when, when you saw what the brother was like and, and the sister. What, and the sister. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we can blame Doc Brown for being a good influencer. <laughs> He's never explained how they really got to know each other. No, no. Probably, no. Did, probably did a chemistry lesson at school or something. Maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe. Another one I thought was fantastic was the guy who played Biff. Yeah. I thought yeah, he yeah. was absolutely excellent. Yeah. Um, the way he kept doing the make like a tree and get lost. <laughs> yeah, mangle no! them. Yeah. 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 They, they made a thing of that in the second film. They actually had his older self corrected. Yeah, yeah. shouting at him. Yeah. Leave you damn fool. Because the Biff at the beginning, the bully Biff, yeah. um, was just so different to the fawning little yeah. tracksuit-wearing oik at the end. Yes. Yeah. yeah, the chav. Yeah. <laughs> But we mustn't forget done. the actual star of the show. The DeLorean? The DeLorean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the cameo really... from the second one at the end. Yeah, yeah I didn't really know DeLorean because I, I was about mm, 11 yeah. at the time. I didn't know much about cars. So at that time, they'd already gone bust, did they? they I think they'd already gone bust. Gone bust they, they yeah. went, I think they went in 79, yeah. I think. I, I mean, really they weren't the only before. car to do the winged doors. No, mask cartoon when I was growing up. That was the DeLorean. <laughs> the real yeah. car. UFO, UFO. Yeah. All the cars in UFO are gold doors. Yeah. Yeah. So why did anyone ever think that makes sense? Have they never actually passed? 
parked. <laughs> how are you going to get out? It looked futuristic because it looked like a plane with wings. Yeah. So yeah. Plane, planes have wings. Yeah. So flying car. They're quite valuable now, apparently, <laughs> But everybody will look at it and think back to the future. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. the thing, isn't That's it? it. Back it's to the future, iconic. put that car on the, on the map. Yeah. Year, a few years after it was... It went past. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> I could have really made something of that, but... Yeah, it's an iconic vehicle now, isn't it? Because, because of that film, yeah. I mean, it's uh, some of the uh, London Comic-Cons. It still shows up. Mm. Yeah. The, the DeLorean with uh, Knight Rider and the Batmobile. And yeah. an, another thing, <laughs> it's never, ever, ever explained. How the bloody hell does a flux capacitor work? <laughs> it fluxes in the capacitors. Well, then, like he said, okay, engine working, lights on, flux capacitator, capacitator, capacitor. Fluxing, yeah. <laughs> 1.21 gigawatts. Yeah. Which is very nearly racist. <laughs> the other thing with this film is it's one of those ones that's in that class of homaged films. Oh, a lot. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, it's an old film, yeah. and yeah, how wow. many films have been and doesn't gone? Doesn't seem old to us, doesn't it? No, it doesn't seem old <laughs> no. to us. How many films in that time have been and gone? And people, but the whole flux capacitator thing is still referenced. <laughs> well, the DeLorean car, the, amount, the 1.2 I, 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 yeah, the, the amount of times they've riffed it on Family Guy in oh, one yeah. way or another. Was well, um, it done a Simpsons it, version? Yeah. Or a, a group calling themselves McFly, McFly. did a song called... Um, the year 2000 and they mention using their flux capacitors yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, just, I never picked that up before yeah. uh, there's been okay. um, I think a Futurama variation yeah. Yeah. but also little bits have been used in other it, it, it became one of those um, films that that tapped into the subconscious yeah. and has been Touch used. Base. Well, let's well, face it, it's so been much. in Doctor Who as well. Yeah. In, um, oh, Shakespeare Code. No, no, I wasn't talking Shakespeare Code. Donna comes back, Partners in Crime. Mm-hmm. Right. The Doctor is walking along the street when they were all, they were yeah, almost hilariously missing, missing each, each other. other. Yeah. And he's holding a flux capacitor. Oh, the Hell detector. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but it's also a, in Shakespeare code. You know, this works. You know, the world doesn't end in 12, uh, 12 to 25. Um, it's Back to the Future. It's like Back to the Future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. How can I explain this? Of course, Doctor Who of this era didn't really do time travel stories no. as such. It was just no. to get really you to somewhere. Where yeah. This yeah. is yeah. actually such. a proper paradox story. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which hadn't really been done even in Doctor Who at the time, let alone in the cinema. Yeah, no. Well, he's saying they still play uh, at our cinema before the film starts. They still play Power of Love. They do. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah it yeah. had a brilliant soundtrack as well. It did. It did. Yeah, it's tapped onto that wonderful thing of anything that's set out of time becomes timeless. Yeah. So with most of the film being set in its own past, you don't age the film because yeah. you've already aged it before you began. Mm. And I think because of that being it's dealing with time travel, even the bits that were set in present day for it mm. still work it's yeah. almost like ageless to us almost so it's still it's a couple of special effects isn't there yeah, yeah. yeah but not too bad yeah. the second one I think suffers more special effects mm. because yes. they tried flying to car yeah. 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 yeah but the end of the film his happy ending is very 1980s consumerist oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. let's have oh, our, big, God, our big truck I've got and a big truck yeah, every, we've got all you know lovely we've furniture and everything yeah, really, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that was the 80s it was it really was yeah. but it's just, going on to the sequel and I, I do like this most sequels are virtually rehash the first film in one way or another 
yeah, the sequel to, to this, the sequel to this doesn't rehash it. It just takes place in the first the, film. Yeah, the final mm. act. It, yeah. Really clever. Yeah. And yeah. one one thing, the um the end of the first one where he comes back with the flying DeLorean yeah. and he's using rubbish for fuel. Yeah. Isn't that something they, they're Fusion. working on at the moment? Well, fusion is something that yeah. they really are looking at, but uh, getting to it at room temperature. Well. <laughs> cold, cold fusion is what they're Warm fusion. Warm fusion's not too bad. It's, it's the fact that... It's the hot fusion we know about. <laughs> yeah. It is a bit of a shame that they went a little too far with the technology for 30 years. So 2015. Yeah. yeah. He said, I'm going to 2015. And he comes back at the end of the film with a flying car. And those sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, which have clearly got rear view <laughs> but, screens. Yeah, yeah but it's, it's, it's Google way... specs, aren't they? Yeah, they're Google Google specs. They are a bit like Google Glass. Yeah. Well, but he's standing there waving his hand in front of the sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then again, you look at all the Tomorrow's World from the mm. 70s. We were yeah. going to have robot maids by now. Yeah. True. I want my robot maid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and also, at the end of the day, if um, you can make a time machine... Sure, mm-hmm. we can make it out of make it fly. Yeah. <laughs> well, if if they'd said he'd gone further in the future to get it converted mm. to a yeah. to hover car, they'd be okay. Yeah. But then they showed 2015, they'd be out of cars. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, never mind. Still, still time. Still time. <laughs> yes, a year left. <laughs> well, with the second one, the only thing I had a problem with was Michael J. Fox playing his own sister. <laughs> I, I just, oh, it just made me laugh for all the wrong reasons. Shades of Monty Python. Yeah. A bit, yeah. A and the fact that everyone still had faxes in 2015. Yes. Yeah, got a fax? Oh, yes, but you're old. Uh, they have fax machines everywhere, including the loo, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to get a fax when I'm on the toilet. Oh, you can wipe. Ah, oh, it's recycling. Mm. The best thing probably about the second film is when you've seen it, you can't watch the first film in the same way. No. Yeah. no. You, you imagine Marty there climbing over the top of the stage. Yeah. Yeah. You can't quite see. Just hiding behind with. the door. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's so another clever. thing I, I forgot that I liked about the first one was when he's done the musical thing, they're together, and he tells them that should they have a son and call him Marty and he accidentally sets fire <laughs> to the living room rug to please take it easy on him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Accidentally. <laughs> yeah. Good, good fun romps. Yes. Very good, yeah. yeah I, I enjoyed the third one as well. I know mm. it wasn't as good as the first oh, and the second, the but... One. Yeah, I, I, I thought Clara was good, and I liked the flying... Um... All characters called Clara rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fly steam train. Yeah, yeah. But the one thing I didn't understand, at the end... Mm. Right one, the end, two or three. Three. Mm-hmm. Okay. At the end, to remember. the um, level crossing goes down. How did it know it was coming? Because it did, it appeared out of the vortex well, in the see, sky and he, came down and landed, but the level had, crossing started. He going. had nipped forward a little while and pulled the lever. Yeah, uh, just for okay. safety's sake. Yeah. You should have told me that. <laughs> I just did. That, that film was ruined up until then. Go back and tell her. Yes. Come okay. On. <laughs> but no, if you've not seen Back to the Future, don't let the like, fact that it's an old like film Scotty. <laughs> yes, I hadn't, and now I've watched all three. It's a good film. Really there good film. Is one question we do have to ask. Mm. Scott, what was it like to lose your virginity in front of a room full of people? It was amazing. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, I'd do it again. Well, no, you can't. I was <laughs> <laughs> popped, you can't unpop it, eh? Plenty of popping on that uh, spreadsheet. What? <laughs> list of films I haven't oh, seen. Right. <laughs> Out of curiosity, because we obviously saw it at the time, and, and the, the special effects screen. were brilliant. Yeah. You know, because mm. like, 
we now look at special effects and they look good to us and probably in 10 years' time people will go, oh, look at that NAF special effect. Mm-hmm. Does it change your opinion watching it? Do you see that the special effects look old-fashioned? Mm, yes and no. I d- it didn't ruin it for me. There was one moment where the DeLorean goes back in time and they're standing in the oh, fire. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But apart from that, I didn't have my glasses. But <laughs> the, the, the second two, I was absolutely fine with it. It never ruins it. And maybe that's because I've watched a lot of cheap sci-fi along the years. That's all. <laughs> well, exactly. I do question why the Jaws hologram was ever allowed, health and safety-wise. <laughs> you know, that would have caused heart attacks. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, worth a watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then if you miss it, go back and watch it again. <laughs> people have been writing to us thank you thank you thank you but before we read out what you have wrote oh hey we need to say hello to someone (gasps) hello scott hi no i'm here no 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 the behatted one Behatted. Behatted. No, not behatted. Behatted. No. No, not. Not the ashes of Grunhilde. Grunhilde Nobnack. Not the scarf wearing the fez. He's wearing a very fetching hat at the moment. He is. Seems to be an invasion taking place on the top there. He seems to have acquired my steampunk hat. He seems quite happy, you know, smiling about it. He quite chilled out. Goes well with the frilly shirt collar. Oh, well. It suits him. The bluey grey laces at the front match the colour you know, of his shirt. We still haven't actually said hello to him. Oh dear. He looks a lot happier today with his he hat. Does. I think he, he needs yeah. to accessorise more. It's keeping his brain warm. <laughs> yes. That's all he's got. Will I actually get it back or will he savage my hair? <laughs> I, 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 you know, if you I want to take the to... risk. Right. It's going to have to tempt him away with something else. Yeah. We've heard from Sandro. Hello, Hello Sandro. Sandro. He says, greetings fellow humans and plastic figures on a shelf. <laughs> Sandro here. Yes, I forgot last episode again. It seems to be happening a lot now. Seen our dementia. Age, yeah. I've forgotten last episode as well. <laughs> this month has gone past in a blur, so I missed out on quite a number of good things. However, I have played Batman Arkham Origins now. Yes. So oh, at yeah. least that's a win. No yeah. audio feedback this time, seeing as I'm sending this in at work don't really know if I should be but there was a free computer and I thought I'd hop on and send something in excellent work why not can't complain since my work is getting better and better one of my podcasts is becoming a radio show by the time you read this out and by the time people hear you read this out the pilot episode should already have aired the show is called the Wacko Sando and Zacco Show. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> it is out, yes. <laughs> which is a spin-off of the comedy podcast I do of the same name. Mm-hmm. There is a podcast of the show which is under the Wacko Sando and Zacco Show on air. Here's a link to the website so that Adam can plug it for me. Thanks, plug, friend. Uh, plug, 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 plug. I have to say, I have to say, Will's feedback made me want to start watching the Whedonverse. I am uh. ashamed to say that I have only seen Firefly and S.H.I.E.L.D., I haven't no. even seen Serenity yet. Oh. What? Well, watch Firefly first. Yep. Yes. I've always meant to catch <laughs> up on Buffy and Angel, but never got around to it. Oh, dear. How many seasons of each are there? 
Too seven many. and five. Yeah, seven, seven, five yeah. and seven. I may start it after I've reached the end of Smallville. Judging by how busy I am, that's probably next year sometime. Oh. <laughs> Just going to let you guys know about a really good show that's out over here at the moment. Okay. Revolution. J.J. Abrams' post-apocalyptic <gasps> sci-fi. It was on oh, a yes. while ago on yes, Sky, I wasn't it? So. Yes, I think oh, they're yeah. going into season two. That's the one where the, all the electricity goes. Blah. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Sky Thriller. Sorry, that was the end of a sentence. (laughs) (laughs) Post-apocalyptic sci-fi. Thriller. Let's face it, the first season was junk, but this second one is amazing. Every episode ends on a cliffhanger, (gasps) and there is a very complicated yet simple story arc. Ah, like EastEnders. (laughs) No, no, no! Janine got... Crumbly's not here. Stop it. Hush! And don't you provoke her. <laughs> the characters, aside from that horrible Charlie girl, are really fleshed out. You even root for one of the baddish guys at times. And just to make it better, episode 15, Dreamcatcher, has the best storyline ever. Ever. It's pretty much a dream episode, but it has elements from movies such as The Matrix, first one, not those other abominations. <laughs> on the list. Oh, yeah. Speaking of The Matrix, Uh-oh. what do you guys think about these rumours of a sequel trilogy? Uh, Rubbish, oh, I tell you. No. Just leave it with that first one. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah. Just forgot to add one thing to my previous email. Oh. Fox, you dare touch almost human and I will hunt you down. <laughs> <laughs> that show is probably the best crime show on at the moment. Everything about it is interesting and thrilling. However, stupid Fox aired the episodes out of order and now it's close to being cancelled. Sounds familiar, Fox. Not even your podcast shall be safe from my angry rants. (laughs) Okay, that's it, Sandro. Thank you, Sandro. Thank you, Sandro. Yeah, I've not seen an episode, but... No, I haven't seen any episode of that, but it's one I'm Mm. trying to keep my eyes open for. What is it with TV stations that seem to actually want to kill I'm TV not sure. I mean, yeah. Fox, I don't know why Fox they in general. I mean, anything, yeah, as I pointed out, it's the, the lock and key saga yeah. that didn't even get shown. Scott. I have one from Will. Oh, hello, hello Will. Will. Dear team, why? Was there any need to play it? My brain started to hurt. Musker hounds will be illegal when I come to power. Go, oh, Will. Play it again. Go, Will. Go, Will. Go, Will. Go, Will. Go, Will. No. 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 Stop it. No. It's just for Will. That's on the banned list. That's on the Will. naughty list. Ooh. What, the good naughty list or the, the bad? The oh, bad naughty list. <laughs> P.S. I will send some more thoughts when my brain has recovered. <laughs> if we keep it up, he'll never send any more thoughts. What? No, 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 stop it. One. Unplug their microphones. Thank you, Will. Thank, Thank, you, Will. Thank you, Will. Thank you, Will. Apologise to Will. We don't need to apologise, it's you two. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, Will. Will. Thank you. OK. Tell you what, Will, to make it up, we'll sing a little song. No, you won't. <laughs> no. The ballad of the last chance. <laughs> <laughs> right. I have one here from... Graham! Hello, Hello, Graham! Graham. What, Graham, Graham? No, not Graham, Graham. Oh, Graham, Graham. The other Graham. Graham, Graham, Graham. First of all... Graham, are you cute and stick to walls when licked? Or when thrown at them? Actually, that's not first of all. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Graham. First of all... For licking? I am sorry. I am very, very, very sorry. Is this Graham or you who's sorry? No, I'm sorry to Graham. Oh. Uh Uh-oh. Dear all. Mm -hmm. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh dear. They listened to our singing, didn't they? They did. Ghostbusters. <laughs> Wait, so I didn't hear the beginning of this one, then. Ghostbusters. 
Only Bill Murray was a Saturday night alumni. Harold Ramis, Rick Moranis and Dan Aykroyd are Second City alumni. A similar idea to SNL, just based out of Canada. You also mentioned John Candy. He was also part of the Second City at one time. Look it up. There are still quite a few Second City clips on YouTube. Look up Rick and his Canadian 12 Days of Christmas. All the best for now. I... Graham, the second doctor. From the Pratchett Podcast with Mr. Reese. Plug, plug. Rick Morales definitely did do Saturday Night Live as well. Sorry, did Graham just bitch slapper? Graham had... Yes. Can someone explain me what Graham just said when he did bitch slappers? Because I didn't understand any of that letter. <laughs> well, from what I can gather... <laughs> there was two comedy shows. There was, yeah, one was from Canada. Is he, is he, is he, is he sort of anti-Canada? I'm not sure if he's, actually, Shatner, he's actually... I think he's pro-Canada. He's pro, but yeah. there was Saturday Night Live... And then there was the Canada one. Canada Live. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah, we've and been we, bitch slapped. And what's the alumni su- bits? Because I thought you only had alumni at colleges. <laughs> he could have done that on audio. Let's just pretend a- Graham didn't write to us and everything is <laughs> no, still No, right. no, I, I, I think we should apologise to Graham. I'm not apologising to Graham. <laughs> we didn't sing anything, I didn't Adam. mention the word Canada at all. <laughs> should we sing Ghostbusters, Eddie? No. Ramis works as a writer on Saturday Night Live. Hang on, hang on. Sorry, sorry. Harold Ramis worked as a writer on Saturday Night Live. Boom! In your face, Graham! <laughs> no! No! <laughs> no! Oh, sorry, he's offered work, but continued with SCTV. Oh, boom out of your face, uh, Graham. <laughs> what about Dan Aykroyd? Are you doing Saturday Night Live? Yes, he did some Saturday Night Live. Boom! In your face again, Graham! <laughs> he was the youngest cast member for four seasons of Saturday Night Live. Boom, oh, well, boom, boom. Um, can, I, can I ask... How are we entering that, into a Canadian-American can, can, argument when we're English? Can I ask one face, question? In your face, in your face. Are you looking this up on Wikilinks? Uh, Wikipedia. Wikipedia. <laughs> Wikileaks. <laughs> 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 That's important. Don't make it a secret. There might be, you never know. I think what Keith is asking you, Adam, is are you currently editing... Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. Okay, Graham, we accept your Said chastisement, booming. but we return it with an in your face. <laughs> Can we just move on? Just Graham move started on. it. Graham wants to be calling us out. I'm facing him. <laughs> move on. You I'll, wait till you see me Chicago. You with Scott. <laughs> <laughs> okay, have we got any other feedback? We have a bit of audio feedback. Oh! Ooh. Is it from Graham? Because if it is, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Graham. I apologise. On behalf of he my beloved. What? He got that in quick, didn't he? Oh, Graham. Yes. Oh, I've heard rumours. <laughs> <laughs> Don't malign his manhood. <laughs> well, he didn't touch it. <laughs> nice use of the word manhood, though. Thank you. you could have said knob. <laughs> so, anyway, we have some audio feedback. Who's yeah, it from? Me. It's from Andre. Hello, Hello Andre. Andre. Hello, Staggerers. Hello. Hello. Real Keith, fake Keith, as the man Andy, head of Pertwee. Oh, yeah. And all things that live on shelves and in dusty corners and, I guess, Gene as well. (laughs) Uh, Yes, holding a grudge over not having gotten a signed Christmas card. (laughs) You got nine more months of this. Do your whale noise at him. Enjoy it. Uh, Well, I'm calling, calling. I'm sending in voice feedback. Are you awake, Andre? Uh, basically, over a couple of things. Uh-oh. Uh, first off, so you've been talking my Gallifrey One trip. Oh, but before yes. I even go on to that, as you know, uh, I'm recording this on the 23rd, and I think you're recording tomorrow on the 24th. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Of March. Uh, yep. Gallifrey One tickets went on sale. Mm. 
for a very brief time. Uh, actually, probably shorter than this pa- podcast has already been running at this time. 75 minutes. Yeah. So uh, I was lucky enough to have gotten tickets. And why was I lucky enough? Because I was homesick all week. Aww. That's right. I was smart enough to be sick all week. This way, my boss would not have a suspicion raised by me taking Friday off. (laughs) So I could uh, buy my galley tickets. And, oh, God, all the whinging on Twitter and Facebook. It's not like the tickets were a big secret as to when they were being on sale. In fact, they were pushed back two weeks. So I don't have anything to say about the people that are whinging other than, you know, tickets for Eli Who are still on sale. www.longislanddoctorwho.com. Plug, 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 plug. Anyway, Gallifrey overview. As usual, I fly into Gallifrey early. Now, I flew into Gallifrey on Tuesday. I did Tuesday to Tuesday. Full uh, seven nights. And uh, amusing as it was, on Wednesday I'm talking to a friend of mine that lives out there about another friend of mine in New York. And lo and behold, I check my text messages as we're talking. I go, oh, look, it's from this person that we were just talking about. Bob. And the text was, do you have room on your floor? (laughs) And are there laundry services at the hotel. This sounds familiar. Yeah. And I said, well, <laughs> yes, of course I do for you. And if there's not, then, well, I have a car and we'll go drive to a laundromat. And goes, oh, good, because I'm at kids. the airport and I don't know what I've packed. <laughs> yes. Uh, if you were following on Twitter, the great <laughs> exodus of people on the East Coast trying desperately to make it out to L.A. before the storm. Uh, It was actually quite amusing, and this is actually why I fly out as early as I think I can, (laughs) just for this reason. It didn't seem as crowded this year as last year, even despite the fact that it was the largest crowd they had ever had. Uh, They really managed everything better. I mean, I guess it wasn't as crowded. At least it didn't seem that way to me because I kind of skipped Arthur and Billy's <laughs> long lines for autographs because, well, yes, I do collect autographs. And even though I did get Arthur Darville's autographs in New York a few times uh, when I bumped into him after his show or the Doctor Who event run by the BBC America, uh, they're both young enough that I figure there's time later. <laughs> No, it's and getting my time <laughs> at Galley is better spent doing things other than being on autograph lines. Yeah. yeah. Excuse me. Ah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, little tea. Anyway, uh, I was on one panel yeah. uh, called Geronimo, uh, okay. moderated by the wow. great Paul McGann. <gasps> Damn. Game? Sorry, Paul Cornell. Oh, if it had been Paul again moderating it, I think the room would have been packed, but that's not here or there. I had a good time. It was basically getting people into Doctor Who, you know, what you would do and what have you. And uh, I've always personally taken that to be a very specific thing, you know, uh, what episode you suggest for somebody uh, with Doctor Who or getting into Doctor Who. But I'm not going into that anymore. Uh, let's see, what else? I don't know if you've realized this, but, uh, there is an alternative besides Chicago, you know, when it comes to 
Doctor Who conventions mm. here in the United States. Could it be? That would be L.I. Who. Oh, I mean, there's oh, others, but sure. I'm trying to sell you on coming to L.I. Who because, you know, we're friends and friends <laughs> go to each other's conventions, right? <laughs> come on. You know you want to come to New York. <laughs> I wanted to world. come to L.I. Who. Uh, currently, we have, you know, Paul is our doctor. Paul McGann. Uh, Emma Campbell Jones from Night of the Doctor is one of our guests. Yep. E.G. Sao is uh, one of our guests. Fraser Hines is coming. Just <laughs> uh, <laughs> And many, many more. Now, I know that your big drawback to not going to Galley is the crowd. We're yeah. pretty much limited at 1,100 people, which I think is a nice, manageable number. Yeah. I mean, I've heard very, very few complaints. And to be honest, uh, I think the only complaint that we really heard multiple people talking about was the heat in the in the uh, hotel. And that's everyone on heat. <laughs> yeah, that sort of party. Tickets currently are sixty five dollars through the end of May. And, you know, guys, it's only a six hour flight. In fact, the yeah. most Europe to U.S. flights per day are Heathrow into New York City. Yeah, I'd even be willing to come pick you up provided you fly to JFK because I'm not going into New Jersey. I've never been to New York. Uh, I know people that have been to both, yeah, that have been in the UK and visited Jersey. And I'm basically told it's the UK equivalent of Essex. Uh, I don't know what that is. I'm assuming this means something to you. Uh, I'm not going to pick you guys up there. I will promise, though, if I do get you guys to come out, to L.I. Who. I'm already out. Uh, Twinkies. <laughs> and I would even, well, knowing Gene's uh, prolific intake, I probably <laughs> would uh, not offer to buy, but I'd be willing to take her oh, right. to a store that has a large variety Yay. of cider for her to purchase. That's good. Well, you wouldn't uh, see her what else convention. is going on? <laughs> you would. Oh, One, uh, two, three of me. <laughs> I finally, a couple of months ago, submitted to you guys going on and on and on, bashing the United States for not keeping uh, the hopes of Judge Dredd oh, alive, I... as it were. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I read Dredd in the 90s when I was huge into comics. Mm-hmm. You know, when I used to buy 40 or 50 books a week. Wow. Not wow. Dredd, but just everything. Yeah. Yeah. And getting married, having a kid, Real getting life. divorced, getting Not married dread. again, buying a house. Comics just aren't uh, the... What's the word I'm looking Priority. for? Comics aren't as big in my life as yeah. they used to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's allowed. But uh, after watching Dread on DVD or Blu-ray, I don't, doesn't matter what yeah. I watched it on. I watched it. Yeah. Actually, it reminded me how much I love the character mm. and went uh, to my comic book store and it had that put onto my pull list. Ah, <laughs> uh, made the mistake of telling my comic shop you know, owner, uh, yeah, sure, give me whatever back issues you can. <laughs> and I need to go buy another box. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but that's not a here nor there. Oh, uh, addendum to the news. I heard recently, and I'll send you a link if I remember, but I'm not going to remember, so just take it as anecdotal, I guess. Apparently, they're trying to get Dread 2 off the ground. Yes. Who knows if that'll happen. Uh, More hopeful than we hoping. Yeah. Yeah. Always hoping. Yeah. Did very well on DVD and Blu-ray. Anyway, and of course, I'd like to extend an invitation to Naya. Yeah, Naya, it's only about a five-hour drive here to uh, to Long Island from Washington, D.C. Plug, plug. We'd love to have you as well. I mean, we are the Northeast United States' Doctor Who convention. You know, it's the closest one to you. Mm. By all means, please 
you know, consider us. And now that's 10 minutes. What else is going on? <laughs> Fly spy, eh? Uh, yeah, about calling in the middle of the... Well, actually, no, it was the middle of the night in LA. <laughs> it was in the middle of the night there. I put my defense up saying that I knew that it was during daylight hours, like <laughs> not at least nine o'clock or later in the morning over there when I called up screaming LobbyCon. Yeah, yeah. And uh, actually, that was uh, that was hell of a fun time, <laughs> LobbyCon this year. Although the hotel did kind of limit us and kicked us out. Actually, not physically. I mean, there were threats, but uh, actually booted us out of the lobby at like, geez, was it three o'clock? Three in the morning. Down to the basement. But that's neither here nor there. The basement. Uh, the what else? Yeah. Galley was great. Fun oh, panels. Yeah, fun people, as usual. Except not all the fun people. I mean, you guys weren't there. Uh, <laughs> eh, even Jean. I guess she could be fun. Uh, enough of you, Andre. He sent it without asking me if come I wanted to, LA, to sign it. It's also in November. It's Remembrance Day weekend, actually. So you have a holiday there. Also, uh, and not to bash Chicago Tardis, because I love Chicago. It's, uh, it's the second city in the United States. The flight's shorter. There's yep. more of them. And it's yep. less expensive. So come on. <laughs> Plus, it's New York. You know, Chicago in the winter. I've been there. I've lived there. It's, it's damn cold. And I'll tell you, when I left boot camp, which was outside of Chicago when I was in the Navy, there's nothing quite as brisk as being told that the wind chill was negative 55 Fahrenheit. I'm not going to figure that out in Celsius, not now. <laughs> and being cold, cold. made to wear your uniform of flared bell bottoms <laughs> and shorts underneath. In the Navy. That is a cold, Frozen cold bell bottoms? wind. It's actually known as the Windy City, Chicago. Yes. yes. Uh, the wind coming off the lake. I just really would like to meet the man that decided flared bell bottoms on on Lake Michigan in in January and February were a great idea. I think he's called a sadist. Uh, also, uh, hey, come on, Broadway, right there. Uh, it's not as busy a travel week, so these are all things to take into account. Do you think when you to decide to, to come to Elihu? www.longislanddoctorwho.com. And uh, hope to talk to you guys soon. Bye. Thank you, Andre, for that advert. <laughs> Advertorial. Yeah. <laughs> Can we go to New York? <laughs> so we could do New York this year and Chicago, Chicago next, next year. year. Mm. Bit cheaper. Would be. When is Eli? November. We said it's Remembrance Weekend, so sometime yeah. around the 11th, presumably. So mm. if people want to write to us, where do they write to us at? God knows. <laughs> Show. Show. At Staggering Stories. Dot. Net. Woohoo! <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> Jean, why wouldn't you sign a card for Andre? Because <laughs> yeah, I wasn't really given the opportunity to. I think you were. I wasn't. I think you were I holding the pen. Guys, but didn't you hear her say, "I'm not signing this one. I can't stand the guy." <laughs> in fact, in fact, the first one, she didn't know she'd signed it and ripped it up. Yeah, exactly. Jean, All the others, she I signed. I think you should just sign a piece of paper and pop it into the poster. I'm tempted to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and could I also point out, to counter his defence of when he rung up and shouted lobby cons, Yes, yes. Two of them were on my phone. 
<laughs> one of them, the one where I actually answered the phone, I was actually in bed. <laughs> so I know it wasn't first thing in the morning. I was in bed, ready to snuggle down and go to sleep. So there you go. So pretty much like what he did in America then. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but even though he did that, I still made sure I signed his Christmas card. Yes. <laughs> because he's a friend. And it's that's the, the least that counts, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, get me in trouble. I didn't have an option, did I? I wasn't given the choice. There's always a choice, Jean. We live in the 21st century. If you were Our a grandmothers friend, had no choices. If you were a true friend, you would have forged my signature. But no, you're not a true friend. <laughs> you? Give the yeah. Give me your bank details and I'll happily forge your you, signature. You just thought they're thinking, I know, I won't pretend to sign it for Jean. I'll just get her in trouble. Well, no, because, you know, you were sitting there holding a pen I just assumed you would sign it I wasn't aware you were going to turn into grumpy Andre, won't Andre, sign these were sent before I knew they would be printed up <laughs> oh excuses <laughs> <laughs> liar liar pants are on fire nose is long like a yes. telephone wire how does it take to walk from here to your place about an hour and a half Adam That's can right, I lift then, home so <laughs> <laughs> and so ladies and gentlemen after another wonderful recording of Staggering Stories podcast, <laughs> <laughs> we have to say from the windy city. <laughs> good night, God bless, and may your God, gods or goddesses, go with you. What about my guinea pigs? I like guinea mm. pigs. You like guinea pigs? Yeah. Sorry? Fly spaghetti monster. Spaghetti monster. <laughs> flying spaghetti monster. Oh, okay. Uh, or your flying spaghetti monster. So goodbye, Karen. Goodbye. So goodbye, Scott. Goodbye, Scott. See, so, I didn't say that because I thought that was a silly thing to do. <laughs> okay, sorry. Goodbye, Karen. Goodbye, Scott. <laughs> See you soon. Good night, John Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, John Boy. <laughs> Good night, and I'm never coming back again. Oh. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> do you want to say goodbye as well? Yes. My fluffy, squeezy toy. Goodbye, beloved light of my life. Just talking to you, Scott. Center of my universe. My reason for being. Still talking to you, my Scott. My first thought in the morning and my last thought oh, at night. I was talking to Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Adam's well impressed. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't understand this love. <laughs> Unless it's cardboard and gillen shaped. <laughs> with a strategically positioned hole. <laughs> and a bag. A bag. <laughs> You have been listening to the Staggering Stories Podcast Series 1, number 181, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Fake Keith, Gene Riddler, Keith Dunn, and Scott Fuller. The views expressed here are those of the speaker and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers or the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this is an El Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net. That? <laughs> it was fine. It was fine. Maybe if we send the lyrics, we could email her and she could record it and send it back. If I actually practiced it, I could probably sing it in key. <laughs> but then on the other hand, maybe it's better it isn't. Yeah, it's more entertaining. <laughs> WTF? I'm, I'm talking wild. What do you <laughs> care? That's not a what? That's the noise Benjamin made while he was being born. <laughs> that's the noise of come out of the bathrooms on occasion. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
you gone in there? <laughs> and why won't you let them go? <laughs> Poor no wonder they're screaming. I love it when you've got a cold. You sound like Muttley when you laugh. Muttley's in the moon. <laughs> <gasps> Cards against humanity. God, that was, that was just wrong. That's, a, that's that game over yeah. and completely that's ruined my favourite game. Well, that's yeah. the end of the podcast. This, this game is wrong on so many levels. Is that sirens I hear? <laughs> I'm going to be fired. If we've caused been... any of you to crash... We do apologise. <laughs> I just apologise for all in the, all in any insult caused by this game. We <laughs> had to read these out. I've got scalping the Milky Bar kid. <laughs> <laughs> that euphemism. <laughs> Ooh, oh. seeing Granny naked. <laughs> <laughs> we should just do an episode of this game. No. We should never we do should, this What we should again. do is, is write a story, but we'll just throw them all on the floor <laughs> yeah. and we have yeah. to pick them out and write them down in that order. Oh, OK. Or your flying spaghetti monster. What <laughs> about one of those rotary helicopter thingies they've started using to spy on Gatwick? Have they? Mm-hmm. Well, they spy on Gatwick. It's, it's a bloody great big airport. Just <laughs> you, can just you don't need to. They just want to make sure it's not going anywhere. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Disguised as a floating bush. Suddenly <laughs> moves in over there. into Surrey. <laughs> <what's going> <laughs> can not... that come with me? <laughs> Listen, bitch. You want to start? We'll get back it's, onto the Christmas card. All right. There the is rotary-powered flying but spying what? machines. It's not like the public aren't allowed into. To the bloody airport. Can we just fade this out? <laughs> Gently no, fade out the No, I don't want argument. to sign Andre's card. He frightens me. Yeah. <laughs> and no, I'm a poor... making up stories, are we? No, I'm a poor pathetic feeble Londoner. Maybe it's because I'm a Londoner. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Prove it. <sighs> <laughs> Shall we say goodbye then while we could still it's just getting good? <laughs> and so, ladies and gentlemen. Could you start that again? I was yawning. And so, ladies and gentlemen. Could you start that again? I thought. <laughs> oh, no! No, please don't hurt me. Come on, come on. One for Andre. Okay. Signed his card. <laughs> Get away. <laughs> Good thing me and Adam don't feel left out. Oh, God. Come here then. Ow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's all gooey. I feel dirty now. I feel dirty here. I feel Only dirty. now? Who wants to do the outro? I'll do it in my best BBC voice. And without a pair of boobs on your knees. Pardon? You <laughs> bastard. <laughs> it's menopause. Bring on the boobs. <laughs> last time you did have a pair of titties balancing on your knees. <laughs> titties. Oh. Titties. Oh,